0: You're going to hear a lot from me about email marketing and how important it is to have a subscription in place where you can nurture and educate your audience outside of social media. Now, if you're just tuning into this episode and you haven't listened to the one beforehand, I do encourage you go back because it's the episode about why email marketing is so important. So, head on back and listen to that before you tune into today's episode because today we're really going to get into the how. So, how to get it started, especially if you're really green when it comes to this or maybe you need a good reminder. Email marketing allows us the opportunity to always stay connected to our buyers, to our clients, to our customers, especially when things don't go as planned on social media, and we all know that that's happened. So let's dive into getting started and how to build that email list today. Hey, and welcome to the Creative Marketing Show. I'm your host, Angela S. Joyon. This is the podcast for ambitious women in business looking to cut the BS Stop dancing for likes and learn to create honest and genuine marketing strategies that don't cause burnout and overwhelm. Have a question about content creation, social media, or maybe you're looking for more clarity on how to take your business to the next level. This is the show that brings the answers to your questions each and every week. Our social media channels are really just a conduit. They're a tool, a free tool, um, but a great tool to onboard onto our email list where we have more exclusive access to our audiences. So whether you're using Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, Instagram, or even just your own website to onboard, basically, how do we get them onto our list? So really, it's your audience is offered some type of incentive, either from social media or your website, but in exchange for that, they're for their email. So they need to be able to provide their email, and then they will receive that incentive. The process of it is they would visit a landing page, or maybe it's a pop-up on your website, or it's a form on your website, And there they put in their information, usually their name, their last name, and their email. You get to set all that up when you create your forms. So the whole process is they filter in from either social media, their website, there's an incentive, an offering. They go to that page, they input their details. In exchange, they receive an email back with that incentive or the details on it, whatever that incentive is, and then they are now on your list. And so you have that direct form of communication to them because they've given their permission to do so. What are the incentive examples? And incentives are also known as lead magnets. So if you ever hear the term lead magnet, that's what that would be. It's a way to you know, get them on, we're incentivizing or enticing them to come onto our list. That could be in the form of a free guide or a checklist. So this could be something you could create in a program like Canva, a digital download, where you share maybe, you know, like 10 steps or a checklist or everything you need to know. For example, this mini course was something that was an offering that I was selling, I might do like a miniature version of this in a here are 10 things you need to know on how to build your list. So it would still be a value, but maybe not like the full breakdown because you know, kind of nurture and that's something as a paid offering. So that's just one example for product based businesses, it could be a discount on your first purchase. So You see that quite often, especially, you know, if you on Instagram, you see a new company, you click, you go to their website, there's sometimes a pop-up that says, you know, uh, join the list now and save 10% off your first purchase. That's a classic example of onboarding for their email list. They want to ensure, okay, well, you're already here. You've already made it to my website. How can I sweeten the deal so that I always have access to you in the future? Uh, It could be a quiz. I've done quizzes before quizzes are fun because people, you know, usually enjoy them depending on your audience. A lot of people, you know, really do enjoy like, Oh, I'd love to find out, you know, XYZ about me, um, or what this could relate to. So something that can, again, always bring value. Uh, a contest is also another opportunity. Uh, if you want people to just kind of head over, then they can subscribe and join a contest for a chance to win something. So those are a few examples as well as challenges. I've run challenges in the Past where maybe it's like a five day challenge and every day they get an email. But in order to get those emails, they have to be a subscriber. Challenges are kind of cool because it's intimate and people can kind of self pace and learn. And there's usually some type of promise by like after the challenge, you're going to feel more confident or you're going to know how to do this XYZ. Other opportunities are asking your current customers to join so that they can stay on top of it. And so, again, another example of that, let's say you're purchasing something online. A handbag and at checkout, there's usually that box by, by clicking this box, you agree, uh, to stay, you know, on our list and be updated with future promotions, products, whatever it is. They have to opt in. Uh, so that's another opportunity. I noticed that when, when I check out, especially with new products or new companies that I, I've, you know, as a new customer, when they don't have that, uh, that's a missed opportunity. So something to really be mindful of. On a quick side note, your email provider will provide you more details in terms of asking for permission and getting those opt-ins because in many cases they do have to provide that assertion that yes, they indeed are opting in to be on your list. But you can check that out with the preferred provider that you're going to be using. So let's say someone clicks the link in your bio, it would take them to something like a landing page. So most email marketing platforms like ConvertKit, MailChimp, Flowdesk, they allow you to create a landing page. And so that's where you would want to provide all the details. So it's just reiterating, okay, you're here because you're looking for this incentive and you can maybe introduce yourself. It doesn't have to be anything long form because it's not technically a sales page, but you know if it's something if it's not a, an easy yes from your audience you might want to provide more details so that could be by the end of this five day challenge or when you download this checklist you're going to be more confident to know this this and this or yeah you're going to get 10 percent off how could you use that you can buy this bag or this hat or this so just as much information as you can because it is Still technically, I said it's not a sales page, but there is a little bit of art of selling because people are their payment is by giving their email address and our emails are sacred, right? Not everybody wants to be bombarded with too much. So we want to make it a real value and speak to our audience so that they're like, you know what? I want this free incentive and I want to hear from you in the future because I'm totally into what you're serving up. So uh, this is also where your form is typically hosted as well. And so the form is what actually captures the information of of your new subscriber. Okay, so once they subscribe, we wanna ensure a few things. We want to make sure that whatever that promise is. So if it's a guide, a checklist, digital download, the 10% off, maybe it's a promo code that that gets triggered and sent to them right away because you don't want people to subscribe and be like, where is it? Where's, where's the thing you promised me? And you don't want to be doing it manually because, you know, these forms could get filled out 24 hours a day. So what's nice with an email marketing platform is Everything is automated. So you can set up triggers and automation so that as soon as someone submits a form, boom, you've already uploaded the digital file, it automatically gets sent to them. Maybe it takes them to a website where it's hosted. Uh, maybe it, it sends them an email right away and the document's already in the email or the promo code's in the email. So just wanna make sure that those things are set up so that everything is nice and seamless. The other thing, once they subscribe, you'll want them to be, you know, segmented. And we do that with tags and tags are a way to keep track of where your audience is coming from. So this would be set up, you know, before you launch, you know, the form and the landing page and whatever that incentive is. Why is that important? This is how you can actually measure what is working and keep track of all the subscribers that are coming through. I'll use a quick example. I was hosting the opening of my new membership, the creative marketing membership, but before I even launched it, I had a wait list going because I really wanted to stir up some interest before investing all the time into it. I wanted to know if this was a viable option and something that's, you know, my audience was actually looking for. So I created that wait list and by having that, that list segmented and tagged appropriately. When I was ready to actually launch, I had an incentive for anyone on that wait list because they had already told me that they were interested. So that way, in terms of my marketing communication, I could split my emails into two different segments. I could email my general list with details and then having my wait list, And those are people that have already told me they're interested and have some type of incentive um, or extra bonus or value piece for them there. So that's why having those tags and tracking what's doing well is really really important if you just have one way for people to join maybe it's just a form on your website at the footer of your page then that you could just put from website so okay this list they came from the website so but just setting that up is going to save you a lot of hassle down the road and it really is great to see what incentives are doing well and i highly recommend Uh, having multiple ways to onboard, because that way, just like the way we look at our insights on Instagram, we have a way to measure, okay, what's working. Let's say you had two different checklists. One was for this and one was for that. And maybe you got five subscribers from this one, but you got 50 from this one. Okay, that's really valuable information that you can take moving forward. Maybe down the road, you want to add paid ads to one that does really, really well, because you know, that's what people are really interested in. And then lastly, once they subscribe, so we want to make sure that they're getting their incentive right away, but also having a welcome email. I think that's really important, especially if uh, some people do like to subscribe just by those forms on a website, where it's like, hey, join the newsletter, they're not maybe getting an incentive. And that's great. That means they actually really are. They're willing to give their email without even receiving something in return. But having something set up as a welcome email or even a welcome sequence. And personally myself, I do a welcome sequence. So as soon as a new subscriber joins, they get an email. Hey, thanks so much for joining. I'm Ange. You've joined this list and here's what you can expect from me. And so it just kind of is a nice warm welcome. I throw in some images, sometimes I add in some gifts because you know I love my gifts. Um, And then I actually have two more that I have as a sequence that come out, uh, I think one's five days later and then one's maybe 10 days later. And the next one is kind of a a sharing a funny story that I feel like my audience would connect with. And then the third one is like a, a bunch of tips of things that I've learned where it's like, hey, if you didn't know this, Um, here's something that could help you out. And those happen just automatically, which is amazing. So it's something that you can set up and then it just automatically gets triggered. And then every, you know, six months or so, I'll probably go in, review my welcome sequence just to make sure that everything is still up to date. And one other thing to consider is the frequency of your emails. How often are you going to send them out? I do suggest if you are really investing your time and your marketing strategy with an email list, to have some consistency whether you decide that you'd like to be popping in weekly or bi-weekly or every month. I know we go through different stages of our business so if weekly is overwhelming for you then maybe starting out once a month and start to implement more emails as you go and when you feel you have a little bit more time to it. But the biggest suggestion that I can give is just getting started. Start to investigate the type of platform you want to get invested into. Start drafting up some of the ways that you can you know, educate your audience and storytell, and take them on this journey with you. Like anything in business, we can overcomplicate it, we can try to think about all the w- reasons why we shouldn't be doing it, or oh, it's too hard, or I don't have time, or I don't understand the tech. I'm telling you right now, there is a way to figure it out. I have done it myself through trial and error. Nothing has to be perfect. But the best day to start your email list was actually yesterday, but that's okay. Today is a fresh new day. So I do encourage you to do so. Okay, so that wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have been enjoying the Creative Marketing Show, I would love to hear your feedback. And by doing so with the Apple Podcast Reviews, is the best way to do it. I read them all and it is really helpful for me as I grow this show. So head on over to Apple Podcasts, search Creative Marketing Show, leave that rating and review. And then while you're at it, hop on over to Instagram and find me at Angela.s.doion. We can connect there and you're welcome to submit a question or an idea for this show. I do love hearing your feedback. You can do that over at creativemarketingshow.com. For all these details and links, you can also check the show notes. Everything is listed there for you. I've also included more details on my private community, The Creative Marketing Membership. It is for ambitious women who are just looking for a little extra support through monthly templates, a strategic roadmap, and a monthly Q&A with me. So if you have any questions and you really wanna get into it with the specifics of your business, why not consider joining The Creative Marketing Membership? Otherwise, I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I can't wait to be back next week.